Hi all, welcome to Under the Hoops, an NBA Top Shot podcast. You're with Curry Steph. This is my second episode. I want to thank everyone who listened to my first episode. Appreciate all the feedback and support. We've got a giveaway uh, running at the moment on Twitter. It ends tomorrow. Um, my Twitter is Curry Steph underscore underscore. You can go there, like, uh, repost, and uh, support me in that way as well. On today's episode, I've got a few topics to cover. I want to look at the Global Games leaderboard, the FIBA World Cup, which is kind of tied to that. Um, we're, we're two more leaderboards left uh, for that, and there's also uh, Kevin Durant leaderboard, which I'll touch on. The FIBA World Cup's coming down to the end of that, so I want to talk about that. The anthology sets that are coming out and the, the pack drop that will be coming out shortly. And also, I have a little mini-series that I want to go through called Record Breakers. It's going to be a four-part series where we just go through moments that I identify that have, have a kind of meaningful from a record stats perspective. Uh, there's many reasons why a Top Shot moment's meaningful for yourself. Maybe you're at the game and you saw it. Maybe you just like the play, the dunk, the game winner, whatever it is. But this series will cover just stats and record-breaking kind of feats um, just on for, for the record books. So I want to go through that. I've um, got a couple of questions at the end. So let's get straight into it. All right, I want to talk about FIBA World Cup that's happening at the moment. Uh, a lot of NBA players are still in contention. The quarterfinals have just finished, and uh, we're now on to the semifinals, and that kind of coincides with the quarterfinal leaderboard that's happening at the moment as well. So just some results for the FIBA World Cup. So Serbia beat Lithuania. USA convincingly beat Italy. Germany beat Latvia. I got to watch that game because it suited my time. That was a pretty close game, and Dennis Schroeder tried his best to throw that, throw that one away for Germany, but they got through. And then Canada beat Slovenia, so Luca is out. Uh, so we've got a rematch of USA-Germany again in uh, the semis where they played um, a match before the, get, the whole series started where... Uh, Ant-Man had to bring them back and uh, end up beating Germany in that one, I believe. So it uh, should be a really good game. Germany has been playing pretty well uh, the whole series. They beat Australia, um, which was a close one. But, um, yeah, that should be good. And then Canada and Serbia, that should be also a good match. I think, you know, I'm hoping it'll be Canada-USA uh, final. That would be pretty fun to watch for the uh, neutral fans, uh, considering they have the most NBA players. And uh, you would think uh, Canada has, uh, has got the uh, skills to beat Serbia. So, yeah, it should be, should be good. Um, On to the global game. So, where the current leaderboard is just a legendary leaderboard reward. So... Um, I guess five of you will care about this and the rest will 
not. Um, the current leaderboard um, TSS that you require is over, I think it's going to be over 30,000, to be honest. Um, uh, at the moment, you can get in at 20,000 TSS, which is $2,000 value at the time. So if you had moments that were at the average sale or you purchased something for 2000 and you now submit that to the leaderboard, that $2,000, you times by 10, you get 20,000. So are those hollow packs, they were $999 when they came out. So are they worth that more, more than that now? Probably from a marketplace, if you had those packs listed on a marketplace right now, they might sell for 1500. So if you're burning something that's current value of 1500 or $1,000, uh, you still may be, and, and, you, and, it's worth, and it was worth 20,000, 30,000 TSS. Um, you may still be interested in submitting these for this leaderboard for the hollow packs. I don't know what is left in these hollow packs, but um, a lot of these legendaries have dropped a lot in value. Uh, so, which which moments are actually going to give you give you value there? I think the important thing to remember is you can put in whatever you want to burn, and if you if you don't make the cutoff for the leaderboards now, uh, you won't uh, lose those moments, which is a great change. I can't remember if I said in the first episode, uh, originally the leaderboards, when you burnt, you lost your moments regardless if you got anything or not. Um, I think most of us may have been burnt once, <laughs> literally burnt once by this as well. Uh, submitted a bunch of um, rares for the finals pack. I thought I was really close, so I submitted one more. I just missed it, uh, but I'm really happy that the leaderboards, they just burn and you, you get that reward. So there's no kind of downside now. If Just submit what you're prepared to, to burn, um, and if it makes it, then that's great. The last thing I'll just say is that with the FIBA World Cup, which I, I wasn't sure how well followed it would be, um, and, you know, I guess a lot of the basketball sickos out there will take anything they can get in the off-season, including myself. Um, but, yeah, I'd be keeping an eye on TSD, some of them, uh, that were from players who were in the uh, FIBA World Cup. Seems to be quite a following around some of the players. Anthony Edwards had some standout games, and if you look around August 20th, kind of when just before the... World Cup started and there was um, friendlies happening. Uh, you can see that Anthony Edwards, his TSD shot up. It was around 100. It went to up to 160, I think, even. But now it's down to 140. So you've, you've seen a 40% jump. Maybe there was a thin floor there. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, he's he's my pick uh, for one of the going to be one of the standout players of the next generation. Um so, yeah, it kind of makes sense when he has a great game for USA and more eyes on him. He's in Timberwolves, which is, you know, a smaller market. So that is one. SGA, he's, he's been an interesting TSD that he kind of um, weathered the last year, really. Um, if you look at his graph for the last year, he's kind of, you know, fluctuated around 150 to 250. Uh, I think he's around 190 at the moment, and he's gone up 5% since uh, the 
FIBA World Cup has started. He's he's kind of broken through last year. Everyone knew that he's had talent, but um, he he kind of went on a rise uh, over the last season when Top Shot in general the market was going down. So he kind of fought and resisted the trend, um, which makes sense because he's a great player uh, and he's been rising up. Tyrese Halliburton, another one that I really love from the 2020 draft class. He went up 20% since the start. He's playing on the second string in America in the USA team. Uh, but, you know, he's got a lot of talent. He's got great uh, awareness of, on, the, on the ball. He's, uh, he's got a great three-point shot as well. Austin Reeves, he's gone up 15% since the start. He, I think he jumped up a bit more than that, but he's come back down. He's still young, finding his feet. Uh, he, he got dominated in one of the previous games. But, uh, yeah, he's he's taking a little jump as well. So, yeah, a few of the players had seen some benefits from, from the FIFA World Cup. Luca's been pretty uh, level, uh, which is surprising uh, because he... He had some amazing games as well. He was the most efficient player on the court. But, um, yeah, it seems like for some reason the market hasn't really uh, adjusted further for him. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see if there's any more jumps uh, in the players at the end, when they maybe USA wins at all or another country, uh, if there's any uh, benefit to those players or if they have a standout game. But, yeah, it's uh, quite fascinating. I didn't, didn't expect it from the FIBA World Cup that the prices would, would be moving on that. All right, everyone, I want to talk about uh, the anthology sets that are coming out. So we've got the Kevin Durant uh, anthology. It's rare to 299. This is a 50-point game. Um, and it's a bit of a reel of the plays he did. Uh, in this game for the Warriors. Um, there's a few of these anthologies that are going to be coming out. Uh, I think every week we'll see uh, LeBron, another LeBron anthology from to 299 and also a Curry to 299 over the next couple of weeks. These will be distributed in different ways. I'm um, just reading the blog. So they're doing a jersey. Uh, well, they finished the, the one for Duran already for, for the Jersey serial, the 35 and 299. Uh, that, that was just the, the top leaderboard burner for that. Uh, I expect the same format for LeBron and Curry in the next leaderboards. Uh, they seem to follow a bit of a recipe for distribution for these. So uh, the next 50 will be through a Duran leaderboard, which is currently live. If you have a rare a TSD, a fandom, or a legendary, you can burn those for a Durant, for one of these Durants to, to 299. So the question is, how much would you be prepared to burn? So you're going to burn a Durant for a Durant. So uh, you got to think about the value of that 299 Durant. Probably, conservatively, I'd say it's $200 for this. you got to think about you know, legendaries of his, okay, he might, his Phoenix Suns legendary to 99 is, I think it's 600. Um, you know, some of these other rares around 
uh, I think his 399 Suns is around $60. So um, his nets, his famous nets to 499, I think it was around uh, $300. But um, I think that play is pretty amazing. So, you know, you got to think about the comparative uh, value of other Durant rares that he has. So maybe $200 for that. So I wouldn't be burning too much uh, Durant rares. His seven is 749 rare probably would get burned a bit uh maybe some of his fandoms uh for people who don't have interest in that set so yeah i wouldn't be burning any more than 200 dollars worth of current value of moments because you always got to think about how much does that moment uh give you for tss but how much does it also give you if you just sell it so you don't want to be burning um too much you want to be burning $300 worth of current value for a Durant red that could be worth $200 because you may as well just sell them sell it so it's really that balance um and I think with leaderboards are still maturing and now that you don't lose when you don't when you when you don't get in the top 50 it really gives you kind of a open book kind of way of looking at it we go this is what I'm prepared to to burn if there's value if I give submit this much, I think the the the, the rare will be this much. Don't don't uh, you know hang hang yourself up on it. But, um, so the, the Durant, the, the remaining Durants, uh, you know, were distributed through a weighted leaderboard. So if you're a Durant fan, you've got some Durant moments locked. There was a you know a spread of twenty uh, more of the higher you know locked Durant uh, fans. Um, got the those moments but um yeah there'll be most of them will come the 220 odd that are remaining out of the 299 are going through a puck drop tomorrow that's uh that's uh ten dollars us for that and you get six moments if you it's a three percent chance so it's one in 33 packs so uh i wouldn't be expecting to get a durant rare so yeah you kind of have to frame it that you're getting six or you're getting five comments and one explosion because if you don't get the Durant rare, you get an explosion. So, you know, if you value explosions to be, uh, you know, five dollars, uh, the other five moments could be a dollar. So that the other five dollars you consider a trade tickets one dollar, but you know you do still have chances of getting parallels in those. So, really, you're not losing very much to buy these packs. You know, if you think of them as just trade tickets or or even if you're going for the common set or you're going for the, if you're doing an explosion set, for example, for those who want to do that, this is a great opportunity to, to build up a lot of explosions. And sure, you could hit an explosion like a LeBron explosion or, you know, one of the big players. And then, you know, you've got, you got your money back as well in that way if you're looking at it from a financial thing. Uh, or maybe you just want to complete just the S4 common set. So it's not too much... Um, risk here I'm, I'm i'm gonna get a few packs you know the seven and a half i think it's seven thousand there's 500 for new users so the kind of um put some in for that but so the seven thousand for new users i don't see these packs lasting that long um you know they're not, they're not there's not big rewards in there but they're not that costly either and um you can fill out your sets and you get some trade tickets so yeah, I'll, I'll be getting a few of those. And then 
yeah, we've got uh, LeBron next week and we've got Curry the week after. So the same thing, think about, you know, there's, there's LeBron. It's going to be the same thing for LeBron. You're going to be burning his, potentially his TSDs, his rares for his serial number. Just, just think about the same things for LeBron and Curry. Those same kind of uh, mechanisms, how you're going to get uh, those sets. So um, be aware of that for, for the anthologies. All right, everyone. Next topic is record breakers. So I just wanted to do this series, look at each season um, and highlight the record breaking plays that were um, identified through the season. Uh, these plays come, they sit, some of them sit in the top shot 50, some of them sit in, in the fandom set and is one that you probably can guess that sits in an anthology set. So um, the first moment, uh, this is kind of chronological by the season. Uh, so the first moment was uh, Joel, Joel Embiid. He did 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 blocks. So it's the first, I think it's the first 50-10-5-5 game. So he he, uh, he exceeded, you know, he got eight assists and seven blocks, which is just a crazy performance. Um, and he, he, that moment, I guess, was voted for, you know, Top Shot 50. We always had those votes uh, at the time to vote for your favorite play. It's just a crazy performance, um, kind of one of those performances that puts your hand up for, I guess, the MVP, which he ended up getting. Uh, surprisingly, this moment is only around seven hundred dollars. If I had the money, I probably would consider getting this. It's just an epic uh, performance by him. So it's the first player to do that. So that's why it's in the record books. Go check it out. And on to my next one, which is the Luka Doncic. He became the first player in history to do a sixty twenty triple double. 60 points, 20 rebounds. Uh, you probably know this play. I own this legendary moment. I, I went and bought it out, the, bought it the first day that it became available. Um, and just because of Luca's emotion in this play, I don't, you, you know, you watch a lot of top shot moments and, you know, it's, it's all about the basketball and, and, you know, what they, what they've done, you know, the, the reels that show all the points scored and, you know, defensive plays, but this showed the raw emotion, you know, he had that free throw shot. He, he picked it up and, and shot it back in and he kind of lost his, lost his mind. Uh, I, I just love this play. I think it's just sums up top shot and sums up NBA really. Uh, it's never leaving my collection. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, it's in the Top Shot 50 as well. Go check it out. And, yeah. The next one is from the Fandom set. So the Fandom set, you know, that has some interesting uh, plays from the season. I like, uh, you know, I will touch on the Fandom set in a, in a future episode, but I like how the, the Fandom set, you know, picks up plays quickly, turns them around, and, and you can get those rewards. I think some of them turned around like a week or two after they happened. So you, you're getting kind of moments throughout the uh, the season through challenges. Um, I'm really into challenges, and we'll talk about that in another episode as well. But this set, this moment is Buddy Healed. 
he scored the fastest three-pointer, fastest three-pointer play-by since play-by play was registered. So he did this in three seconds. So um, if you go to this moment, the tip-off happens, lands straight to Buddy Heal, he shoots it straight away. So three seconds, he's already got three points on the board. Go check it out. It's a, it's a nice, quick play, and it's a record. It's the fastest three-pointer. Next one is Donovan Mitchell. So he became the seventh player in NBA history to score 70 points or more. So, you know, we always think about Wilt Chamberlain, 100-point game, Kobe's 80-point, 80-odd-point game. But, there's, you know, when you get up over 70, there's not many players there. So he, he was the seventh to get 70. But he's also the first player to do 70 and 10 assists. So he not only did he get 70 points, he also, you know, passed it 10 times. So I'm not sure exactly how many points of the total Cavs score he was involved in, but you would think it's uh, getting pretty much close to 80-odd percent because, uh, you know, he already did 70 himself. He passed it 10 times, but got assists on that. Uh, I love this moment. I own this one as well. Uh, he really took the team on his back in this one and carried them through. So not only was it, a, I guess, a record-breaking um, moment, but if you if you watch it, um, if you understand the context of the game, he, he kind of willed them to, to victory. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just, just love this, this moment. And I guess on the back of that, there's an, the, the other player who also scored the same amount um, of points was Damian Lillard. So he was the eighth player to score over 70 points in the NBA. Um, and this was a super efficient um, moment too. Both of these are in top shot 50. So he he almost got the same, matched the record for most three-pointers. I think he was one off the NBA record for that. Um, but, you know, Damian Lillard, Dame Time, you know, we all know how amazing he is, how amazing he is at three, shooting the three ball. You know, him and Steph Curry, you know, they just have done this for so long. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he's the eighth player to do that. And that's in his top shot 50 along with Donovan Mitchell. So two, two great plays, two that are up there in the record books up there with Kobe and Wilt you know, for the top 10 most points. Um, so super, super happy with that one. And I, something on, it's on my watch list. And, uh, you know, if I get more funds, I'll think about getting that too. The next one is Keegan Murray. Uh, his rookie revolution captures, uh, you know, captures his draft night. I really love the rookie revolution, uh, legendary moments. Um, but he, on this moment, he captures him surpassing uh, the three-point record that Donovan Mitchell had from 2017. So he, the, the record was 187 three-pointers, and he surpassed that uh, in 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 the uh, the moment. I think he went on to to do over 200 three-pointers for the season. So, um, you know, great effort and feat by him. So it'll be interesting to see what he can do going forward with his three-point game and and how he's playing. The next one is uh, probably one that you may or may not have thought of. Uh, it's Udonis Haslam. And this is a little bit random, but um, in the Hustle and Show set, he he has he became the first 42-year-old 
to score at least 24 points. So maybe we're stretching the uh, the record stats here, but you know, Udonis Haslam had a long career, not so much from a playing perspective, but uh, they, I guess, let him run free at, at the end of the season um, a little bit. But uh, yeah, Udonis Haslam, he's retired now, I believe. But yeah, he did set a record there uh, for that. The last one, we all probably can guess what it is. It's the LeBron surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer in the NBA in his game versus the OKC. And do you know who he shot the ball over? If you know who it is, you, you're a, a sicko, you're an NBA fan, and it is Kenrich Williams. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing moment. I'd love to own this moment. Um, I think uh, a couple have already been burnt, which is just wrong. I think that they were burnt from the <laughs> one of the uh, leaderboards already. So, but you know, I don't want to talk about burnt burnt moments. This this moment is incredible. Uh, I will hope to own this one day. Uh, you know, I don't think this record will ever be broken but you know we can debate that in the future when uh, you know the next goat comes through and starts averaging 25 plus points a season for 20 seasons um yeah so those are the those are the eight moments there um let me know if i missed any and uh which ones you tell me which ones you own which ones you're looking to get um, keen to find out uh, what other ones are out there that I may have missed. Lastly, I had a question from uh, Daniel Daniel Steely, and um, I'd like to take some questions at the end of each episode, just one or two. Uh, you know, if you have any questions, please reach out to me, Curry Steph underscore underscore on Twitter or Holly Holly Ballant on Discord. Uh, and the question was, if you were in charge of Dapper for a day, what would you change? Uh, so I think the important thing is, well, I think one of the most important things is community, um, keeping connected. Obviously, I'm in Australia, so we, you know, we've got an Australian Discord. Let me know if you want to join that. Um, but keeping connected with others, talking about Top Shot. Um, sharing moments, talking about basketball, maybe playing basketball together and things like that. I think that's really important. So how do we stay connected? I think, you know, everyone knows this, but the team captains, what they're doing for every team, organizing events, getting tickets, um, you know, having meetups, going to a bar, having a drink, uh, doing other events. You know, there's obviously we had uh, incentives to meet um, some of the players the tour, uh, which, you know, they went to France and Canada. So I think keeping those, putting money into that, it's, it's kind of a in investment in, in, you know, community happiness. So putting money into those events is something that I think they should, well, we should put more in and keep doing. So, um, you know, there's a lot of layoffs and, and, you know, obviously Dapper and Top Shot are a business. They've got 
obligations to the players association and the teams. That's what they've signed up to. So, you know, I don't say it's going to be an easy task to balance, but putting money back into, into, into this is actually an investment in itself. So yes, yes, they need revenue. They can't just be giving out moments from leaderboards and they, and they, and they need to sell packs and, and you need to find that balance between putting money back into the, to the fans of, of Top Shot, but also, um, you know, obviously they need to, to, uh, to sell packs and, and, and create revenue as well. So that's one thing I would do. And the second thing I would, I would do is make sure supply is balanced. Uh, I think, you know, the anthologies, the 299 anthologies, are, those are good. You know, I like, you know, where commons are. Maybe they can even be a bit less because um, we're still getting, you know, commons coming out, you know, at the end of the season you know, they're not worth anything. So don't really care that much, but we need to be, I guess, measured based on the amount of people, the users who are here. Um, so I think, you know, we need to just ensure supply going forward is, uh, this, you know, is, is measured. Um, you know, I think they've already talked about that the rare mint of the MGLE set's not going to change, which I, which I think is good. I think that's, I think that that said, it's reasonable. I don't think we need, we definitely don't need to be going higher. So um, I think we just need to, you know, maintain what we're, we're doing. Um, maybe even the common set can be reduced a bit. So those are two things. If I was in charge for a day and I got to pull some strings, um, uh, keep putting money into the things that we love in, in Top Shot, the, the community, the tour, the, um, the team events and also uh, moment ranks. Uh, if you don't know what moment ranks are, it's a fantasy daily um, game. They put, I think they put in over $200,000 last season. If you add it all up, um, which is more than some other, you know, fantasy games, which where you're paying money a lot. Um, I really loved doing that every day. It became a bit of a ritual. Uh, it, it all adds up and I really hope that they keep it. But, um, yeah, we'll see. So there's a few things, a few thoughts. If I could take the reins for a day, uh, feel free to send me a question. Give me some feedback on this episode. It was a little bit longer. It's a little bit more looser. But, um, yeah, still trying to hone my craft with, with the podcast. So thanks, everyone. I'll see you next time.